0: Good morning, Contrarians! This podcast is free today, so be sure to share it with all of your friends, acquaintances, family, colleagues, and everybody else. So, stock futures are sinking this morning over renewed tensions between Russia and Ukraine. There were some reports of shelling overnight. This is not, I don't think, along the main border between the two countries, but in what this uh, breakaway region. But and this also as the encouraging news that we had yesterday or the day before of a russian pullback was refuted by u.s officials so as of 6:30 a.m this morning small caps are seeing the worst of it the Russell 2000 is down about nine tenths of one percent nasdaq futures are off about seven tenths of one percent with dow industrials and s p 500 down about a half of one percent Gold is seeing some bids over this, trading about 1% higher to close on $1,900 a troy ounce. But crude and natural gas are down. WTI is off about 2% to trade around $91.50 a barrel. And natural gas is down 3% to $4.50. But then industrial metals are continuing to rise. We have aluminum, zinc, and nickel Up 1% or more. Copper is flat. Bonds are also moving higher in light of this news. Especially at the short end of the curve, the most risk-averse section of the bond market, the yield on the two-year is down to 1.48 percent from 1.52. Yields moving inversely to prices, of course, and the 10-year yield is down to 2.01 from 2.04. Cryptos are dropping. Bitcoin is down about two percent to trade around 43,000. So we do have some data today that it's actually a big day for housing data. Building permits for January are out at 830 along with housing starts. These are the two most forward looking indicators for the U.S. housing market and the U.S. housing market as you hopefully know if you've been listening carries the fortunes of much of the global economy and can actually support a lot of the global economy. So. These are basically running at a record pace right now. If you look at the chart that I've included in the show notes, um, and our economists are expecting this to continue, although the building permits that they're anticipating are of 1.76 million for January is slightly less than the 1.87 million we saw in December. I believe that was a record, actually. And housing starts. Um, are expected to increase by 1.7 million, which is about what they did in December. But what this means basically is that the, the residential real estate market is very healthy indeed. And as long as that holds up, the global economy should follow. We also have initial jobless claims out at 8.30, some Fed speakers, and Also, speaking of speakers, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren will appear at a Senate hearing on Wall Street greed. I'm not making this up. Apparently, they tried to get CEOs of Blackstone and BlackRock and Apollo to appear at this hearing. But weirdly, those requests were ignored. Uh, Some earnings today. Also, Walmart is a big one. They're out at 7 o'clock. Palantir, U.S. Foods, and AutoNation are also due out before the open at 9.30. And after the close at 4 o'clock, we'll hear from Roku, Shake Shack, and Dropbox, among others. The bottom line. Well, Russia-Ukraine is still at the forefront of of investors' minds, it's dominating the headlines, and it's certainly driving risk appetite in markets. Overnight, when the reports of shelling came in, you saw a big drop in futures that's since stabilized a bit and even come in. But the point here is that it's quite impossible to know exactly who to believe over this. Uh, Sure, some of the reports are probably reliable, but then others are not. And so it's it's a good, good idea here to just watch the asset prices and see how those are reacting. And I mentioned gold at the outset. That is a good gauge of risk off, certainly. But the rally is maybe not quite as pronounced as you would expect, um, up on, only 1% today. Treasury's rallying the same. Um, but there, too, the rally is not that big. And then crude oil and natural gas are dropping. You would figure that these would go up if there is conflict between the countries. And then also, if you look at Russian ETFs and ADRs, American Depository Receipts, these are the companies that trade on U.S. exchanges, these are all well off of the lows of last week. In fact, I own one of these, MBT. I bought it on the dip. Um, It pays a huge dividend, which I like, and it's a very small position, very speculative, obviously. But... If uh, there is tension, if there is war, then one would expect that trading in the ADRs would be completely suspended in the U.S. and that they would the prices would fall off a cliff. Well, there would be no prices because there would be no trading. But that um, so so it's a huge hugely risky investment. And the fact that these are not yet below where they were last week is potentially telling. But do your own research, make your own decisions. If you have any reliable sources on Russia and Ukraine, whether on Twitter or anywhere else, please let me know. So you can reply to this email. With that, if you receive the email, otherwise email contrarianpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, let me know what you think of this production. Very much appreciate your thoughts. Any other questions you have, pass them along and that's where we are today, this Thursday. Thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and with that, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.